Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Of course, there's been a lot of discussion around why the events were able to take place on October the 7th and what those consequences are. Military Intelligence Directorate had to resign due to October the 7th massacre takes responsibility. The night after the attack, uh, the uh, the uh, IDF Military Intelligence Directorate Chief uh, Aharon Haliva is belie- believes that following the event in of October the 7th, his tenure in office was on. Borrowed time. Let's talk about that. Joining us this morning is Dr. Ilana Speitzman. She's a lecturer of at the Department of Political Studies, Barilan University. A very good morning. Thanks for joining us once again. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm fine, thank you. So uh, the the there's of course been, from my my perspective, a very almost gentle way of looking at October the seventh in terms of responsibility, saying. We need to look at it, but not now. And we need to, people need to take responsibility, but maybe not now. When does the time come that this needs to be uh, fully looked at? Well, first of all, uh, you're right. The, the, the discourse the Prime Minister Netanyahu and his ministers are leading are exactly that. We are going to examine everything, but not now. But uh, I think uh, there is now later. We're supposed to do it now. Now, the full investigation of what happened, why it happened, why the intelligence missed all the signs uh, and all that is going to take place after the war. That's for sure. Mm. But as we see, all the army generals, chiefs already said that they are responsible. That means that they're going to probably resign right after the war. They said, we are responsible. Let us do our job now and we'll leave later. Netanyahu, however, is very easy for him and convenient to say, no, we, we are now at war, let's not talk about it. But we have to talk about it because there's no later. He is the one responsible. He is the uh, main politician. He is the one responsible for the army and for everything that's going on. So there's no doubt that he's responsible for what happened. But he doesn't want to say so, so he just lets the time pass and Hope people will forget, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, it's, it's certainly not possible. I can't see how there's any chance that Netanyahu can survive this. I'm not even sure he should be surviving the war, uh, given the fact that I think he's got a conflict of interest. He's going to be looking after his own career. And, and I think maybe that's the difference between the generals, between the army. They're saying my career is over. Now let me just do my job and make sure that we get through this after which I'll resign. Netanyahu hasn't given that indication, which means that he, unlike them, is conflicted about uh, what in, in, in terms of outcome. Exactly. And we see it uh, every day. He is already in an in a election campaign. He's campaigning. Everything he does or says is just for campaigning, for photo ops. We don't see any leadership. We don't see someone who says, okay, this is my job. Let me lead the country out of this horrible situation, and then I'm going to resign. I think if he would have said that, perhaps the public would have accepted it. But it, it doesn't happen. And what we see is just a lot of photo ops. He meets with soldiers all the time. And, but not with the real people who suffered. He takes Elon Musk from Twitter mm, mm. to see one of the kibbutz, but does not invite any people who lived in that kibbutz and were slaughtered there. 
and their family was kidnapped. So he didn't meet any with the kidnapped released. So he is not leading. He's just campaigning. What are the consequences? What are the consequences potentially for the members of the – because the, the the failure was all the way through. It was on an intelligence side. It was on the on the response t- side. It was on the political side. There were there were many many failures in the in uh, in, in the system. It wasn't just one. It was a systematic or a systems failure, from what I can understand. But but uh, what are the consequences? if any, to those that were involved? I think all the professional rank, uh, mean the army, the uh, the Mossad, Shabak, everyone who, all the entire intelligence are going to leave, are going to resign mm. after the war. These are going to be the consequences because, as you said correctly, it's all the way through. It's a very, very deep, it's a very entrenched conception that... Uh, let the generals not to pay attention to Hamas to see him as a real threat, to think that the threat is some in other places. So they're all going to resign, I believe, at the end of the war. And uh, has there been be has there been anything side. said about the response time of the IDF? Because many people that certainly that I've spoken of to course. spoke about the the fact that they were left alone, fending for themselves for for uh, something like six hours until help arrived. Yes, I think that's the one of the there are two main questions to be asked when a real investigation begins. The first will be how come we missed the threat and didn't prepare for it or try to do something to prevent it? This will be the first question. The second question will be once it happened, why did it take so long for the army to come? And these are two separate questions with different people who are responsible for it. So some of the things are already examined uh, and some are yet to be examined, but there are many, many questions to, to answer here. Who would be responsible for the investigation? Would it be somebody from within the um, government? Would it be an independent uh, judge? How, how would this, how would, has there, and has there been this type of an investigation in Israel before? Yes, of course. Uh, we have, after I think, uh, after the Yom Kippur War and after the First Lebanon War, we had an investigation committee, um, which is uh, chaired by a judge, a retired judge, and mm-hmm. is totally independent and can decide on its mandate, and uh, its recommendations are also mandatory. This is one type of committee. Another committee is uh, an inquiry committee we had after the second Lebanon war with Ehud Olmert, uh-huh. where, where also there was a judge chairing, but it was more limited in its mandate. Uh, and its recommendations were not mandatory. So these are the two options. But uh, regardless of which option, I think uh, first the judge is going to be the chair of any committee. And then I think the information is the, one, it's, it's the important thing. To what extent they can investigate to come to the truth and explain to the people of Israel what have happened in October 7 and before. And uh, that would be, uh, that's obviously something that we would follow very, very closely to try and understand this. Thank you, as always, Dr. Ilana Schweitzman, lecturer at the Department of Political Studies at Barilan University, talking about uh, the consequences, the investigations, and trying to understand what went wrong during the day or the events that led up to the day on October the 7th.